0: An unknown error has occurred
1: all the way back to
0: 2001 i had just watched the second austin powers movie
2: <laughs> how old was i 2001 that's very young Wait.
1: i was nine or oh, the
0: first one i can't remember Second one,
2: first one. So it must have been 13. first
1: Wayne's World movie. <laughs> first yes. this movie, I don't
2: know.
0: Monsters Inc. <laughs> that no, that would have been a, that would have been before.
1: Really? Yeah, I think mon- two thousand
0: one or two thousand two. I don't know. I just know I love it. <laughs> Sully for Life.
2: No yeah, when he's when she's like Kitty I was like, damn gotta Kitty. like
0: Kitty. Whatever year Monsters Inc. was, that was also like if you if you look back at like the Academy Awards nominations that year, it's just fucked.
2: Beautiful Mind, Amelie. AI was also that year. Sorry, I moved. AI and then Mahullen Drive, Lord of the Rings was two thousand and one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true.
0: Donnie it's, Darko. It's sorta of just Moulin
2: Rouge. Royal Tottenham Bombs. First Ocean's Eleven, Legally Blonde, <laughs> but then Jurassic Park 3. Um, Fantastic Film.
1: <laughs> Shallow Hell. Well, you know what wasn't nominated? When what? What well, we're talking about today, hello and welcome to the <laughs> Unknown Air Podcast.
2: <laughs> Segway, awesome. six a podcast
1: where every week we, the three of us, sit around and uh, challenge each other to check out consume some piece of media whether it's a movie, TV show, album, some other thing. Uh we challenge each other to check something out whether it's good, bad or terrible or ugly or fantastic or makes us cry or any of that yeah. and then we sit around and we talk and chat about it. Give our sort of thoughts and ideas and synopsis and reviews but we also want to know yours too. So make sure to, you know, uh, if you've seen what we're talking about this week, it's what hot American summer. Um, then, you know, leave what you think of the film. This is, we're talking about the 2001 movie, the original movie, or even let us know what you think of the Netflix series. We're, We're probably going to mention that as well. Um, and give us your review of that. And also tell us what you think about what we're talking about next week, which, uh, this is a little sneak preview. I'll talk about it at the end of the episode if you're watching this. Uh, if you're listening to the podcast, I'm holding my hand a very popular graphic novel that is giving me my picks f- pick for next week. Ooh! But what? more on that later.
2: Yeah. I did more my on, homework
1: in more, advance. More, more on that later. But, as always, I'm your host, Martin Bennett. And with me, as always, Rick, Rick. and Roddy. Yep, that's me. Something happened in the background. Anyways, Wet Hot American Summer. This was Rick's pick. Woo, Rick's pick. Rick's pick. With X's. Rick's picks. Uh, Rick, why'd you uh have us watch Wet Hot American Summer?
0: Well, not to seem like we're advertising or anything. The new show came Netflix out. Netflix
1: fucking pay <laughs> us.
0: <laughs> the, the most recent season had come out. And so I watched it, and it was really
1: enjoyable. You're talking about the 10 year? 10 years later. Later. Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, And I had watched the previous season, the prequel. Yeah. And I remember not super enjoying it. But then I watched the 10 years later and really enjoyed it. Can I ask
1: you something? Yes. Does the 10 years later begin... With the very last shot of the film that's in this movie,
0: yes, to remind you of what's going on. Okay. To remind you that they promised each other to meet up ten years later.
2: Yeah. That wasn't the very. Nine
1: thirty p.m. Yeah. That wasn't the well, last I, scene. At nine. Make it your beeswax. at nine no, be a.m. Because <laughs> everybody's going to show up at nine thirty. By the
2: time yeah. we're like in our early twenties, right?
1: Yeah, <laughs> we'll know how to like manage no. our time. <laughs> No, they'd be in their late 20s. Oh, late 20s? Is late 20s yeah. They're like 20, Mid, late 20s, yeah. Mid, in, late 20s. 26 in
0: the sequel. So, yeah, I found the sequel really, really funny. And then I went back and watched the prequel again. And then I'm like, you know what? I actually haven't seen the movie in ages. So I'll just fill in the gaps there. Not that there's any gaps to be filled because <laughs> there's nothing makes any fucking sense.
1: So, Roddy, when was the last time you saw the movie? Oh, my God.
2: I watched it, like, in and bits from my cousins. I never actually watched it fully. like, But the thing is, a part of me is, like, I didn't need to watch it fully because I feel like the snippets that I saw are, like, the snippets that everyone quotes, like, are, like, the best parts. So I think the last time I watched it and, like, in its part was probably when it came out. When it was, like, on DVD and it was just, like, the part where it was just word of mouth. Like, my cousin was like, you need to watch this. And then, obviously, that's when you watch it.
1: Well, that's when... Everybody would have watched it because. So I did it with everybody. I'm not special. In my research, it was not successful. DVD and it basically became a cult classic with Banks home video. Thanks, Blockbuster. Woo, Blockbuster. Um, <laughs> poor Blockbuster. I I shed a tear every day. Yeah. Had never seen the movie until I watched it for this. Um, I've I've always heard of it, and I was always just kind of cautious because I really don't like those type of movies, like the sex comedy is like, there's a, okay, mini rant right now. Oh my god. There's a film coming out.
2: Oh my god. Uh oh. I'm nervous. How
1: about sex or comedies? There's a film coming out. It's directed by William H. Macy, which pisses me off because he deserves to do a lot fucking better.
2: William H. It's Macy. starring
1: Kate Upton Uh-oh. and... Uh, the girl who was recently in Baywatch and she was in another show and I forget
2: Mm, Pamela Anderson no something she was in the
1: new Baywatch with The Rock and Zac Efron
2: is she was she also in The Rock's other classic film San Andreas yes wow
1: it's them two and the plot of the movie is that they are two single women who both lose their jobs and so they decide as friends to go on a trip. They end up in St. Louis on a layover and sitting between them on the plane is a really fucking hot dude. And then when the layover happens, they are forced to stay in the state in the city. And then chaos ensues as both of them try to fuck him. Is
2: it called the layover?
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: It was you like a really though, right? bad version and of I planes, watched, and Automobiles.
1: And I watched this, the trailer, and the whole time I'm just sitting there going, this is dumb.
2: Yeah, but that's fine. And I gave up. Like Because need-
1: it doesn't deserve a single other breath to tell how idiotic and stupid a movie like that is. Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, I think the reason why it's e- clearly why it's being made is it's easily marketable. Like, it is. And there's Stupid. tons of movies that hot are in that people genre. people doing
0: hot things.
2: Yeah, there's tons of movies. Like, I think Girl's Trip is doing well at the box office. And it's like a similar vibe of is like... Is that the
1: one where they kill the stripper? No, no, that's A Rough Night. That's Rough Night. That's yeah. actually kind of funny. I don't want to Girl's Trip is... The one with Queen like Latifah. Queen Latifah's like La around again? Jada, yeah. Jada,
2: Jada, Jada Pickett-Smith in this? Yes. Or Jada, uh, yeah, I it? think so. Jada I think she's in it. Pickett? No, Smith? I don't know anymore. Um, is Kerry def- Washington in it? No, no, Kerry Washington in uh, it. Brenda from Scary Movies in it. Yes. Yes. And then there's another one that I don't know. I'm sold. Yeah, and that's doing, <laughs> It <laughs> actually got very good reviews. It's, it's, but it's, it's doing well at the box office as well. It got, it got a lot more money but Yeah, than it's basically really,
1: It's basically like, a little bit of every, you know, women going out and just having a fun, wild time. But like, it is, crazy things happen. But left, it is a sex from, like, comedy, the though. The Hangover like, type
0: of
2: thing. Similar. Like, have you not? There's, have you seen the trailer? Like clips of this trailer. I've For, only seen
1: the one, the first trailer. There's a vibe of it.
2: There's a vibe of it where basically they have this thing where these there's these two buildings and there's like a zip line between both, and then I think it's. Jada Pinkett Smith's character is like, I need to pee. It's like, don't worry. And so what happens is, she goes on it. Oh yeah, stuck halfway, part. and then you know what's gonna happen. So that's the kind of film it is. Yeah. And if this movie can do well, I can see why a movie like The Way can, can, would yeah, but also a movie different. like
1: that. Can have a moment like that because think of fucking bridesmaids with the shitting in the dress shop.
2: True, but then maybe the layers that's not a sex comedy a though. Like that's,
1: that. a, that's a that's a just a comedy. That's
0: a raunchy comedy.
1: But but. Could the layover just exemplifies what why I didn't want to watch Wet Hot American Summer because I expected it to be that. And then it crushed all that and made me so happy because it basically takes all those movies and says, Y'all, stupid motherfuckers that watch these movies, we're going to make fun of them the entire time. But you know, so let's watch get back to Wet though. Hot American Sorry. Summer.
0: <laughs> like, should, we, should we rant about like other movies of the time? Uh, like, the not, road,
1: road Trip had come out already. Road Trip, Not Another Teen Movie, basically the American Pie movies. All of them. Yeah. Like This is that era. This yeah. is where we are. Uh <laughs> the the um like National Lampoon
2: movies mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: like after Chevy Chase left and like let's get Ryan Reynolds and all these other hot young Van Wilder right. Van Van Yeah, let's get all these movies and put them together. like some of them are like I love old school. But like there's only a little bit of old school that's like the sex comedy and the rest of it's really raunchy.
0: It's, it's, old school is after though, huh? like early thousands, right?
1: Yeah. But like, mid, but basically mid. that's, this was the time and they were loving And now they're having a these. resurgence. And then, yeah, now they're Are having, they? fucking yay for us. But I
2: feel like they're having a resurgence, but they're all more female oriented now.
1: That still doesn't make it better. I'm sorry. That's, that just
0: makes it hotter. No, no. But it, like, just it's just, make, it just makes but it hotter I, and funnier.
2: But that's, I find that <laughs> just, interesting, though. I feel though. like it makes oh, it worse.
0: It's going to be funnier, hotter, like, I just,
2: I just, <laughs> better, <laughs> I feel,
0: faster, I feel like it makes it worse. stronger.
2: that punk right now? That <laughs> it? That's what that punk was all
0: about.
1: Anyway, it's back to Wet Hot American Summer. <laughs> Sing it. So, Wet Hot American Summer. Some stats. It's comedy case you didn't know no uh, so it was made in 2001 it was directed by david wayne who um has made other things i can't role remember models role models yeah role models I was in the bed. I um him and a bunch of people about. that worked on this movie had a show called the state which is basically a sketch comedy show
0: which i've never heard of before and i assume that's because Canada-ness
1: probably Um, it was written by Wayne Wayne and Michael Showalter and Michael Showalter, Showalter, Showalter plays the main character, Cooper. Um, it's starring a giant fucking cast of really popular people who at the time were not that popular, which is kind of crazy.
0: It's really crazy.
1: Yeah. So it has Gene Groffalo, David Hyde Pierce, Molly Shannon, Paul Rudd. Christopher Maloney, uh, Elizabeth Banks, Michael Ian Black, Bradley Cooper, Amy Poehler, and just a bunch of other uh, people. John Latrulio, who's now. That's so crazy. He's in in Brooklyn Line 9 and he's on a bunch of other
2: stuff. If you watch a bit of the, like, how they're making up, it's just crazy seeing, I think, John, whatever his name, I can't say the last one. John Latrulio. It's funny seeing the little, like, line note that explains them first feature film. It's just so crazy seeing that. He's like, like, you're so awesome.
0: It's Bradley Cooper and Amy Poehler as well.
2: Yeah. First feature film for them? Oh my
1: God. That's yeah. kind of crazy because now being like they're huge Hollywood stars. I know, and it's weird to think of, especially who,
0: you know, like Amy Poehler is a comedian, so you're like, yeah. you're not surprised. Yeah. Riley Cooper. Riley Cooper, it's like weird to be like, because, you know, I, I can't remember like, the first movie I saw him in was like Bird probably Ball. The Hangover or something like that. He
2: wasn't, oh, yeah, he was in The Hangover, but he usually plays it straight isn't he like he's always yeah like a yeah yeah the so heck?
0: then you know eventually making my way back to this well film, bradley like, cooper what?
1: bradley cooper went to the um school of wizardry school of hard knocks no he went to the inside the actress school
2: the studio school he was in
1: he was in the audience Scoliosis. when they did inside the actor's Words. studio with uh robert de niro a young bradley cooper was in the audience and asked robert de niro a question Oh. And then years later, after a bunch of stuff came out, Bradley mm. Cooper then was up there. He's like, yeah, I was in the audience where you guys are right now. So, so it does work. So we need to find Education him. Education is
0: important.
2: Um
1: <laughs> But yeah, so it was a huge fucking cast. It was a big failure at the box office. I don't want to grab numbers because it just sounded like everything I read along was like, yeah, no one liked it. She bombed. And then it became a cult. Classic with following through home video. Is it like Boondocks? It went How to it became a cult classic. Cause Sundance. It feel
0: like did it not? I don't remember. I think it did go to Sundance.
1: Maybe. Like, um, it's a satirical comedy making fun of sex comedies of the early two thousands and late nineties. Um, yet set in nineteen eighty one, and basically, <laughs> and basically the plot follows uh the last day of camp uh, campfire camp campfirewood firewood yeah yeah and then just weird shit ensues and there's so like there's no way the easiest <laughs> way to explain the plot is what's your favorite moment last day, <laughs> well the easiest way to explain the plot is this last day at camp we follow the main character who just wants to get the girl um we follow these other characters that happen to be at the camp a lot of them just want to find love uh that night there's going to be big talent show Everything's going to go down there. And at the very end, the movie pulls the rug out from under you and thinks, oh, yeah, the, our main character got the girl. No, she's a teenager and just wants to have sex. So she's going to go back to her abusive boyfriend who is hot. And then that's the end of the
2: movie.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's like the, I guess that's the, the main the main plot. But yeah. then
1: a bunch of funny fucking shit happens you
0: lose track of what's actually going on you really do
1: it's clear why this movie has like stayed as popular as it has and like as fun because it's just so many memorable moments so many fucking funny characters so many just weird things that happen and it's so hard to think of them in a linear sense because it's (laughs)
2: <laughs> what makes it great though is that like there's like a progression of like when it goes from like 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 let's be a movie and then it says fuck it because like, I find in the beginning it's just like oh it's Ernest, you know like last day of camp like you know he just wants to get the girl like so it's like like it's like little camp things and then and then it's just like I'm just gonna head into town and I find a smoothie <laughs> headed <No>. to town <laughs> here here's
1: it just goes like the moment. Backers. The moment you can tell that it goes from, you know, trying to be like, "Oh, it's fun camp movie or whatever," is the moment that Coop says to Katie, "I want you inside me." Oh, oh yeah, that is the inside. moment that you go. That in my head, I went, "Let's get on this roller coaster." Yeah, <laughs> that was the moment where it's just like, her, uh, her and Paul Rudd are making out. And, and then she walks over and starts making fun of him just being, or just like lightly making fun of him, just being like, yeah, you, you bet you that could be me. And he's just like, no, just stop or whatever. I, you know, I would like to find a girl or whatever. And then he's just like, I want you inside me. And she just turns on what? And he's like, "Why?" Well, <laughs> and, then there's, yeah, it's so hard. Cause it's all just, the movie is just pointing out, really funny moments with really weird characters like i think one of my favorite first moments is david hyde pierce playing
2: uh, uh, a, a, te- a teacher assistant no he's he's, he's a playing he's oh, an associate professor,
1: associate professor, associate professor <sighs> and he's just staying at a looks like a cabin that's next to the camp and janine groffalo's character goes over and sees is interested in him sees them and He's like, oh, you're an astrophysicist. Oh, we usually come over and talk to some of, the, like, the nerdy kids about space. And he's like, no, I shouldn't. And she's like, no, you should. And he's like, no, I couldn't. I I, sh- I couldn't be. And she's like, no, do it. And then he just, like, turns to her and is just like, I can't f- say fucking no. <laughs> and she's just like, and turns around. <laughs>
2: I think what I liked about that scene was like the smaller detail where like he throws his little little tiny shovel. Everything and has a, a smashing <laughs> sound. <laughs> yeah. it's just like, Everything has the fucking smashing sound. she
1: goes to shake his hand and he just hands her the fucking uh shovel <laughs> and then she just like throws it at she like whips it down and the metal part comes off. She's holding a handle and she just tosses it and you can see in the background where it goes, but then you hear a as if it broke a window or something. <laughs> but then they, like, repeat the same sound, like, three times the yeah. time. Yeah.
2: Like, it was, like, the other guy with, like, the curly hair. He just throws some random shit, and then made the exact same sound. Like, oh, I see what you're doing here. Uh, it's, oh, like, those little God. details
1: are just make it so great. Like, in terms of... You can definitely tell, you know, for whatever budget it had. I'm sure it had a pretty good, sizable budget. But... You can definitely tell it has the indie comedy vibe to it just mm-hmm. the way that's shot. Um, but acting is so funny. So good. It, it's so good for <laughs> what it does like it's a funny thing It's like a lot of these actors that you can point out and the that's the thing is this has a huge cast. But then there's like very specific actors that you can point out and people will be like I only know them from this movie and i might have seen them in another movie if you mentioned what they've been in like michael showalter has been in this movie and he was in stella but that's because david wayne michael showalter and michael ian black made stella um yeah showalter was also on some early early college humor stuff which i loved um but yeah it's like not really known, and he's the most weird character in the whole movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, who else is there?
2: I swear, I thought they were the same person. Because even at the end, I was like, "How's he doing this? He's doing two roles here as the MC." Kind he does of do two roles. Yeah. Oh right. Yeah. He plays is the that, MC. Yeah, yeah. He's
1: just
0: telling all those old
2: jokes. I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm um, so old.
1: <laughs> and then Michael Ian Black is the counselor with the very short shorts. He's great. Yeah. Yeah.
2: The thing with this, though, like, if, say, you just don't like a segment, it's going to be over in, like, a minute. So, it's, like, you can just get over it. Like, some of them are like, eh. But then, like, it'll just be, like, with something better.
1: It's constant. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, like, it non-stop. just keeps hammering you with nonstop jokes. And nonsense. And nonsense. But then there's,
2: like, some things that you're like, you know, what, at least it gets good details about camp. Because, like, I remember when it gets to, like, the talent show, in my head I was like, this probably exists the talent shows are probably there's this this one skit or singing like friends friends forever this is the bunk seven and in my head's like that shit probably happens <laughs> like probably yeah or like the kid that doesn't shower I was oh like oh my that god shit that happens. shit happens <laughs> yeah that's a really funny little
0: thing that just comes up and up again <laughs> it's yeah. like dude you gotta take a shower your parents are coming, i'm getting in trouble
1: <laughs> yeah like just it shows up so he's straight, like too. there's no jokes yeah, it's yeah just, that, i love dude. the fact though that he's like you take a shower? Oh, yeah, I did. <laughs> did you take a shower? Go take a shower. I right
0: Okay. Obviously. No, like, no, no I, will. I like will. He's so greasy, too. And he's wearing it's the like beekeeper so hat.
1: And then it pans down behind the console and nothing's plugged in.
0: It's just announcing radio to nothing. <laughs> yep. It's the no- whole summer. That's or great. that whole day, at least.
1: Or at least that whole day. Yeah, just to no one. And he's just been sitting there the whole time being dirty. <laughs> Great. I mean, the Um, the,
0: the obvious thing is, like, they're supposed to be 16, but they're played by, like, 30-year-olds. Yeah. yeah. Which is another thing that, like, like, going with, like, not another teen movie and sort of, like, road trip and stuff where it's, like, sort of sexualizing these very young people. Yeah. It's Mm. sort of hilarious. Like, at the
1: very end, how Katie's like, I'm a 16-year-old, and it's, like, it's being played by a 25-year-old or a 30-year-old. But, like... Oh, God. I think that's great about this
2: movie, and I think that's why... I feel like it catched on. It's like, it's one of those like talking pieces where you just basically say one thing and then all of a sudden you're reminded about everything else in that film.
1: It's definitely a film where it's like, you can't necessarily be like, I think it's a film where it's like, you have to tell people just to watch it because everybody's going to find one or two little (laughs) things that they think are absolutely hilarious. Yeah, And like, everybody's just gonna pick out what they think is the best part it, okay. which is kind of which is kind of great because and it you know as much as it is like you know a satirical comedy and it like pokes fun at everything and has its as like tons of different moments and all this stuff it still holds a thorough line storyline
0: um, yeah well it's very self-contained it's a very
1: as well yeah, story yeah. I mean, it I think it's, but it it's, still holds it's, it's the all idea.
2: contained by the fact this is literally like it's the last day of camp. That's all. Yeah, yeah. that's all you need, though. <laughs> that's the story. There's so much weird that's stuff, like a, like a kid drowns, and
0: then. Uh, well, no, that's
1: that's the recurring joke with Paul Rudd is that really he keeps funny. letting kids die. Yeah. And then he, and then he takes the, the other, other kid that sees it out in the van and then throws them out of the fucking <laughs> door into the ditch. That made me lose it like that's, twice.
0: That's really funny. He does it again. I can't remember what the other kid does. No, he. The first it time he does the it. Eight. The first
1: time he does it, is he's making out with. Um, with, uh, 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 Elizabeth Banks and the kid, it's the kid that was like, can I drive the speedboat? And he (laughs) lets him, and then he comes back and he just jumps into the water. He's like, I can't swim. And then he lets him drown. And the other kid's like, do you know where my swimming partner is? Because if you don't, I'm going to go and tell whoever and you're going to get in trouble. He's like, Hey, let me take you. And then all of a sudden, they're in the van. He's like, where are we going? It's like, oh, I'm taking you town to go get a pizza party. Right. It's so like, pizza? oh, yeah, yeah cool. It throws him out. <laughs> and then the second time is him and Liz Banks are making out again. And it's the kid who's behind the boat skiing. And he falls down. And he gets dragged. And then he drowns. And then <laughs> it cuts back to um, the bigger dude with the long hair. And he's just like, I don't know. And then it pans down. And this kid in a... In a <laughs> And a life vest being like, is it my turn yet? And, <laughs> and then, then, then it know. goes back to the fucking van and throws the man <laughs> in the ditch. Um, what and then some... there's all, like the so going, mean, the going into going the town, to town part. Part. Yeah.
2: That was But that's the one where it was the, ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah. it was the most crazy. Before, it was little subtle things. Yeah, like, you're like sort
0: of tame. You're like, oh, yeah. a kid drowning. Like, that's dark, but it's yeah. so funny.
2: <laughs> but then... It was the whole like going from zero to a hundred and that one montage. <laughs> yeah. It's like, first it's like they go in and then she catches them smoking some weed and then she's just like, oh, like, and then like little bees are going, like, oh, they're cool. And then all they go of a goes to like, yeah, they goes to
1: Coke. What's some other weird stuff? So what's the other like really tame stuff? They go and by beer. Yeah. they like
0: beer, cigarettes or whatever. Weed, I guess that was.
2: Yeah. And then, oh, then there was just well, and some. Then, the, and then they just jump like into an alley
0: and just
1: starts. There's some other like really yeah they jump in the alley and buy I coke. think there's like a sex thing or whatever where they like pick up someone or whatever I think uh, something like uh, that and know. then and then yeah then they go in the alley the the and they grab a fucking bag of coke and then <laughs> things are <start> going crazy. <laughs> She's and just then see, then like, it turns in into like, like train like, spotting, yeah. which is yeah, yeah. which is so shooting up and they're all freaking out.
2: Yeah. And then they come back and they're like so like the exact same, I'm
1: totally refreshed. It's like, hey, that am- was fun. It's amazing that leaving camp, even for an hour, can feel like so much longer. <laughs> oh my! Oh the, oh, the the best end joke to that was, um, hey, hey, so I'm gonna see you later, and she's like, okay, and and uh, Coop's like, cool. Hey, guys, wait up. And then you see they're all just standing in the background, standing, facing a fucking, like, cabin, and they're all just standing against the wall, and he just runs up and does the exact same thing. <laughs> <laughs> it makes no sense. Hey, guys, wait up for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was another great fucking part? See, that's what I mean. This is one of the Oh, things. my favorite character. My absolute favorite character in the whole movie is Glenn, the fucking Vietnam War vet. Chef. Gene. Is Gene? No, Gene. Gene. Yeah. He is my favorite character. I love that relationship he has with the guy where he's just like, Don't you fucking talk back to me. I was in the Vietnam War. I've seen the shit. You fucking peel those potatoes, you little wiener shit. Now, I'm going to go and get the gravy and then go cover my ass in mud what did you say? I said I'm gonna go get the gravy. <laughs> what was the second part you said? I said I'm gonna go talk to my guy in the navy. I have a friend who's in the navy. Oh cause it sounded like you were saying that you want me to rub your ass and just <laughs> and then later it turns into this whole thing with the talking can of talk, vegetables. Yeah. That's really Voice weird. Voiced by Archer. Right?
2: Yeah that's Johnny oh, Benjamin.
1: Oh okay. It's like that's one of those funny.
2: things where are like Tim, even him? yeah i know uh, <laughs> it's <just> like
1: what <laughs> that is so crazy that, that was one of my favorite favorite parts especially then when he trains
0: should we talk about the boobies or a specific lack of boobies yeah there like a is boobie. a very yeah there's that scene we were talking about this earlier a little bit there's a scene where there's like three guys and they're peeping on the girls oh yeah yeah and you're yeah, like, nice. this is going to be that moment where they take their tops off and yeah. sort of like start frolicking sexily. I love sexually. that.
2: Scene. It was just so great what happens after. It like, it's like, psych! It's going to be yeah. the exact opposite of what you expect. Yeah, like when I love they, that. they I keep
0: love... their bathing suits on and it turns to a very different place.
1: They all just like start like throwing a ball around and then uh, Michael Ian Black's character is just like, hey, guys, I'm going to go. And then <laughs> the, two, the two other guys are like, what? Why do you think he's gonna go? He doesn't want to talk about sexual things open in front of us. Like
2: he's so nervous n- to talk about like sexuality.
1: We, we, we gotta go We gotta find. We gotta find girlfriend. We gotta. Like, we, gotta we gotta get, gotta get, him get laid. laid. <laughs> no, I love. Uh, you know what? We gotta get him penis and vagina. No, dude, sex. <laughs> I love all their double negatives that they do throughout the entire movie. There's like this. No, the exact same said differently. <laughs> you. F- Fucking moron. I also love how it's just like where in a teen movie they'd be like, "Stupid!" They're ju- they just like say the worst slur that they can, <laughs> just like, "No, you fucking dumbass." <laughs> Sometimes I wonder if like the stuff are improved. It had to be because there's that one thing. Oh, I'm sure there's because no, like sure my
2: favorite improv moment is when you can tell it's improv where she's just like she's like it's, it's John Garf- Garfalo and she's like Janine
1: Garofalo. All right. whoops. <laughs> um, again, Jean- every time
2: Janine Garofalo Yes <laughs>
1: Wait which one is she? She, Jean- she plays um, She's the
2: one that's into David Hyde Pierce Right okay the Yeah she the plays the camp, camp, camp director okay. She yeah. was like Okay these are the people that need to wake up early to get on the bus Oh yeah, and she just, just starts like, naming all the Jewish writers, like names. Right, right, right. <laughs> it's like, it's just like Don <laughs> S- Silverstein, like, yeah. like just like naming going, a bunch I'm of like, Jewish yeah. names because so they're all going to fucking. They're all just like fake names. Like so so you so tell, like she's pausing, names. and then like it goes off camera, a bit so you see, so you're like still making up names as she goes on. It's like those little moments like
1: that are just so great. Go- David Gold, yeah, Steen Burn.
2: Like I'm wondering if they did the same
1: thing for like these <laughs> stupid. Um, but then to finish that off, then fucking he leaves and you can still hear them talking about like, we got to get him to have sex with one of the girls. Oh, who should we get? Ooh, this girl, she's really slutty. And they just name, they keep naming the same name, but it represents a different girl. And they're saying how (laughs) slutty each of them are. And then he ends up in Bradley Cooper's cabin and they just have hot, passionate gay sex. And it's so awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Like,
2: Like a part of me is like always wondering like the people that would say watch like a sex comedy, like what you imagine and just the complete reaction to something like that. Cause like a part of me, it's like, it feels like almost like this, like F you to like the people that want the boobies. Yeah. yeah. It, so totally it, really is. Is. it totally is. It totally is. Oh, you <laughs> want boobies. Well, how about two guys having sex? Yeah. <laughs> yep. And not even like, it's like, it looks like actually it's like tender and loving. Yeah. It's, it <laughs> it, it, it is. is. really Yeah. Sweet, yeah.
1: I like the ball that's on the ground. <laughs> I try like, to just kick, try it. kick it yeah. away. Yeah,
2: yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, then, like later, they follow him.
2: That was the best. At, and they follow him with <laughs> it's, uh, just like Amy it's him. It's
1: him and Amy Polner. <laughs> and then they're, they're running through the forest, and then his friends follow him. And then they're having a ceremony by the water, and they get a f- they get married by <laughs> Janine Garofalo's character. <laughs> the thing is, what was and the they r- just start calling him. <laughs> their- That was the, that was like the part where I was like, where is this going? (laughs) Like uh, above everything else, nothing has come off where it's just like, we're just going to be insensitive to everything. But then they just start calling them. Like, they're both like, he's a fag. Yeah. And they start doing that and you're like, oh shit, what's going to happen now? And then they show up like, hey, we have something for you. It's a couch. We didn't know if it's going to work with any of your living... <laughs> and then they're like, it's perfect for our living room. <laughs> like, it has a very
2: SNL kind of sketch vibe with, like, little things like that.
1: Um, the flute, Actually, though. Actually, David Wayne and some of them worked on Mad TV for a while. Oh, okay. Uh, that makes sense.
2: But the thing that made that scene great, though, It was the one where they follow, and then you're just thrown off because you see Amy Poehler with a flute. And she's just, like, playing. And, like, for some reason, every time there's she's a flute... Playing the
1: ho- she's playing the flute kinky yeah. like anytime
2: there's a flute thing that seems to be like the go-to funny kind of thing like they did it where did they flute? like anchorman it was like not clarinet but any type of wind instrument well, is surprisingly funny
0: the whole again like going back to the american pie the flute
2: oh uh, okay yeah
0: i don't know if that's a clear reference because i'm not sure which egg happened first slash i don't know it's true. I can't remember what year.
2: I think was. American Pie happened first because I looked up 2001.
1: And I think it said American Pie two. Right there you
2: go. So American Pie is first.
1: Another uh, another point I made down was the baseball game. <laughs> yeah. so that was good. <laughs> that yeah, that's was a awesome. great. That's a great scene to be like, "Fuck you to all these total movies where it's like total red herring, <laughs> uh, where it's like you have to win. I they got I overcome some odds by mediocrely playing all season, and then." Uh, taking time to make a well-organized montage to finally get good. And then by some string of luck that they've organized, that they've planned all year with this one thing, they beat the odds. And then it's just like all the kids are like, "Mm." like, Oh, do you guys not actually want to play baseball? Uh, oh. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, we don't have to. And then the bus shows up and he walks over. He's like, you can just hear them barely talking. He's like, hey, man, like, you know, the kids don't really want to play. And, like, you know, there's no reason. Like, this kind of feels forced or whatever. And the, and, the, and you can barely hear him. But he's like, no, oh, yeah, that's cool. Okay, well, yeah, no, have a good day. See you. He gets on the bus and then just, like, he comes back and he's like, yeah, no, they saw that it was meaningless, too. All right. It's like... Every yeah, because every single like so many teen movies have that moment where it's like, gotta do the best at this one thing. (laughs) Oh my god, it was such a perfect like, just one eighty on the moment. You're like, this has no effect for the rest of the movie. But sweet,
2: it's (laughs) It's funny how like they spoof certain things, but then they make certain things funnier just by playing it straight. Because like I found. The whole thing with like the nerdy group of friends with the this like the professor like that was normal from like beginning to end kind of in its own Mm -hmm. self-contained story but it's funny just because like of how sweet and earnest and like kind it is it's like you know what guys i think this is the best summer ever like or like at the end where he's like even though all the other days were terrible, <laughs> this one day makes up, up for the rest of it. You guys, you guys are my friends.
1: No, he's like, you guys are my best friends. My only I friends. I mean, you're, only, you're my only friends. I'm like,
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, for some reason, this is funnier because it's just like, there's, they're not saying any joke. It's just, that's it. They're just going to be friends. You could
1: say that we're all crew members on Spaceship <laughs> Earth. Oh like, when can we when say we, that? Yeah. Anytime. Anytime. (laughs) (laughs) What are you looking at? Nothing to be concerned about. For now. (laughs) There's so many moments where it's like, what's happening with this group of kids and this weird dude? Or like David A. Pierce was like, but wait. And he
2: calculates it and his head... Oh, no, I can't. No, that doesn't work.
1: work. What's wrong? I uh, I love... there's no time to tell you. Please meet me over there by that bench in ten seconds. Oh yeah, that's. And they're that's totally great. alone. And then she like stands. Jeanine Groffalo stands there for a second, ten seconds. For literally ten seconds, <laughs> walks over, and then they're all there. <laughs> He's wearing a lab coat. It's like this could be catastrophic. It's, it's the spaceship part is supposed to land right on the right on the uh, rec center. <laughs> ah no, that's the talent show tonight. <laughs>
0: That's that's when they like really amp it up. Yeah, it's like from that point on. It's that is yeah. like very dramatic.
2: Yeah, everything gets really dramatic in that. Um, Where's that? The, the scene where like I'm cold, can like borrow your sweater? Was that before, or after it gets all dramatic? Uh, like, that for me was just hilarious. And it was so small, but I'm like, why is this so incredibly funny to me? Because like, which, because they just
1: keep remember like, I, like sweater? Cold, when the, like, when 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 Coop is like, I come back here to think, and it's where all the goats are, and then oh, they're yeah, sitting okay. there, and he's like. Mm-hmm. Oh. he's wearing his flannel and <laughs> right. she's wearing her sweater right. and he's like and she's like are you cold Coop oh well, here take my sweater and then she's like well now I'm really cold and he's like do you want my flannel <laughs> okay takes off the sweater takes off his flannel <laughs> gives her the flannel puts on her sweater and then he's like you know that's my favorite my favorite shirt like, oh, so, so I'm, g- event- I'm eventually gonna want it back she's like you, like right now and he's like yeah so then he takes it and puts it on over her sweater, and he just then that turns into the what are we doing, right? Like, what do you mean? No, but what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> to make out points. Like, and it's, then the goats are just all staying around them.
2: It's a weird type Coop, of comedy.
1: Goat shit. Now <laughs>
2: it's a weird type of comedy where, like, in my head, I'm like, this is incredibly stupid, but then in part you're like, but it is also incredibly smart like it's
1: just like it's just ridiculous i just i just kept reading bullet points and stuff because it was so fucking funny um the black oh wait well so first off going back to a previous thing so then there's a character i forget what his name is but he's the character his office opposite john letrugeo's character where it's like he is wanting to get laid by a girl and then he's forced to go on this canoe trip oh that whole thing yeah he's forced to go on this canoe trip and fucking <laughs> if you haven't seen this movie you really have to see it um but he goes on this camping trip he's supposed to go on this uh, rowing trip and he drives the van all the way up there he admits that he's a virgin and he really wants to get laid and he drives all the way up there and then he drives back i love the fact that he's just like driving and singing, <laughs> oh, yeah. singing along and then he all of a is like, oh, shit. And then starts steering the wheel and he crashes directly it into the tree. It goes out of nowhere. Because, like, there's no makes no it, sense no, how would you how get to this tree. How he crashed. What did he, if he, what did he avoid anything? Or did he all of a sudden just crash for no reason? It was the
2: song. There wasn't Sunshine. It was not On oh, My Shoulders Made Me Happy. That's not the song. No. It was a certain song. Was it singing? was funny
1: because in that sequence, it's playing that song. Then it cuts back to the camp. And then the cook assistant comes in and and the whole underlying tone is that if you're sitting next to someone and you take out gum and give them a stick of gum and you eat your gum and no, you're going to do make, it. Yeah. So then he does that to the girl that he's the other guy's been trying to hook, wants to hook up with. And they start doing it and then she stops. She's like, wait. Oh, I meant to take off my shirt and she takes <laughs> off her shirt and then it cuts back and the song keeps playing on the busted on the radio inside the busted car and he's like, "I'm gonna come see you, and see he he's <laughs> making his way and then John Rotuer is like uh no, we have to bring him back. He's the only one that knows how now to get these wires okay, I'm gonna go get him and then just abandons the <laughs> yeah, kids in the yeah. water and steals someone's motorcycle and then chases <laughs> after him and there's one bale of hay in the middle of the road and he can't get by it. So many silly fucking points in this movie. It's so great. But and hell, then that yeah. plot comes back.
0: They're like, the, the kids are going to go over the rapids, which are like right love, next to the camp in the I, end.
1: I love the fact that there's a very quick moment where John Latrujo comes up in the bike. He's got, it's clear that he's, that they're using like a small stunt double. Oh, yeah, Because yeah. he's smaller. And he has so much more hair. And they go to Jeannie and Groffalo and then they come back to him and then he's actually him. And that's the whole fucking freaking out.
2: That's the best. I think that's my favorite scene in the entire movie. And they are freaking out. Where's the it's just bone? It's just so. No. Yeah. It's just so think, dramatic. Yeah, they just
0: destroy the whole <laughs> Where medical
1: the center. Hell? It's like, what's wrong? What's wrong? Where's the phone? <laughs> Where's the fucking phone? Because like at this point, they're like, like smashing everything. Yeah.
2: Like at this point, just, just try to find back. them.
0: Oh my god! Like that one, they only had one take at probably. Then, and then they probably. fucking. But and it's so they, ridiculous, you yeah. could not fuck it up. Uh,
2: this and then
1: they fucking, and then they then he shows, finds the girl and the girl's making out with like the little kid. Oh yeah. yeah. It's like, what's your name again? No, <laughs> oh, this is, you're probably going to think this is going to sound really conceited. <laughs> <laughs> what's your name again? Shallow. <laughs> you think it's going to sound really shallow. <laughs> what's your name again? <laughs> yeah. It's just, I feel
2: like this is how like it just got popular. Like I think it's like some, like someone watched it and then like. I don't know, you're just chilling with your friends, and it just becomes just like, endless do you sort of, You gotta watch it, yeah. this. There's like, this even, really funny part. No, like, even with this, I feel like pointing out things, there's no point in critiquing it or, like, pointing out weirdnesses. It's just more of, like, a weird experience that you just, like, watch with friends. And I think that's what solidifies it as a cult classic. It's hard
1: because you can't... Because cult classes what, are
2: usually like this, where you're just, like, just gotta watch it, yeah, and well, then you just yeah, understand. No but real reason. Yeah. No, there's
1: nothing you can really, like point you can it's hard because it's you can't really point out its flaws because the flaws are meant to if there are flaws they're meant to be there
0: yeah you're gonna if you and don't
1: you, and if they're not meant to be there then the filmmakers obviously didn't care that there was flaws because they're too busy trying to make it weird and funny and make you laugh and all yeah. that stuff yeah so it's if just you, like if a you
0: don't like this type of comedy which you can't even really hang it down as a type no yet
2: Sort of sketchy, yeah. If you, sketch I think comedies. it's like a sketch comedy. Like if you don't like improv kind of sketch kind of things, then, then you're not it's gonna. Not like for it. you, yeah. Mm. If you prefer something with like a story and like a structure with like a like a beginning, middle, of end with like ups and downs, you're not gonna get that. You're just gonna get like um just random moments of like random things, but because performed by I. like this e. wonderful comedic mm. cast, you like
1: you love it. I e when Janine Garofalo asked... Uh, oh that was what it was when they went into town to they, to both, the they both went to the library to study up oh, on each other's right. jobs
2: at the library
1: and then later uh, when she comes over she's like here come over to the capture the flag and then later you can go back and do all these things and that's when they start hitting off and then it goes to the capture of the flag and it's in slow motion them trying to grab it and then all of a sudden this like Kenyan dude Comes out of nowhere, grabs the flag, and starts running with it. And it goes into slow motion where he's beating them all running. And then it, then it ends, and that's it for the joke. It's just like out of nowhere. It's just like, and then there's a really fast Kenyan dude, which I'm pretty sure is probably one of the only colored people in the entire show, entire movie, but you know. I mean, I, like, yes. I think that's like the only,
2: that for would, me. That would be a problem. For me, that's like the only like fault. They, they sort of change it in the show. Uh, I figured because it's like newer. Like back then, it wasn't. Sort of. It's for, still the
0: same white people. <laughs> like back just added then, different people.
2: <laughs> back then, it wasn't expected, nor was it commented on. But for some reason, yeah. now, thankfully, it is something that's more obvious.
0: Yeah, it's a really weird. It's really weird. It's a weird time, but yeah, two wh-
2: thousand.
0: Yeah. 2000- Looking back, it's like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> You're like everyone used to be white. Huh
2: yeah yeah, it's weird american um, pie yep yep No, teen movie they made fun of it though with the token black guy right uh the token black and she with that I think was usher, so <laughs> anyways but yeah that I guess the thing is what I guess it's kind of making fun of that too as well in its own way, and like I guess it's addressed uh but yeah. Yeah I like this film It's just it's just random Like mm. I can't hate on it Like The, the thing with this Is that like, again It requires mm. No mental effort Yeah Like I can be In a shitty mood Put it on And be like Whatever it's on Like I'm not gonna be mad If it's on
1: It's definitely rewatchable too It should be like oh, Our yeah. stamp
2: of approval Oh yeah Should like everything we watch Be like I'm not mad I watched it I'm, not I'm mad at it I'm so not mad Just like stamp of approval Not no, mad This
1: movie is This movie is great
0: Will not make you mad
1: no, it'll make you the opposite.
0: Maybe. Actually, I even watched like the Making of thing, which oh, it's, is just fucked.
2: It's in bits, because uh, I just felt like I wanted some background of how the hell they got all these people. They, like, don't, I they don't give you any of that. They don't, the, they like, don't. the
0: impressive takeaway from that is that it rained like every day for the shoot.
2: But they kind of made it like a camp, too, right? It's almost like they were at camp. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just so
0: weird well, seeing... Well, I said
1: that at the very end of the credits.
0: That it rained every day? Yeah. Uh, really?
1: Yeah, they said thank you for all the people who stayed with us while uh, through a wet, terrible Pennsylvanian spring. Yeah. Because then at the, at, after the credits, it goes 10 years later, and then it shows like 1990, 1991, and then it shows like 935, and then the bigger dude with the longer hair comes in. And he's like oh, sorry, I showed up at 9.30 because I thought that's when we'd be here. And then it cuts back in, and you see all of them all now dressed up. Um, And uh, Amy is like, no, we said we made it 9 because we knew that we'd get here at 9.30. And then it ends. And you get like a second to look at everybody um, as they are now 10 years older. Right. Which... That's why I asked you at the beginning is like, do they stick to that? Which uh, I don't think so.
0: They they throw it all up. Yeah. Yeah. Which
1: kind of sucks because it would have been like, that would have been funny. But I think all the characters at the end look a lot, are are just meant to be like, they're 10 years older from where they were now. While if you were to, you know, get the opportunity to make a 10 years later show, you're like, no, we're going to take some of these characters and make them all fucking weird. Well, there's... And like outrageous there's a respect.
0: single joke from the sequel that I'll sort of spoil for you, but I didn't. I wasn't aware of it, really, because they do it so well. What? So it became funny only after I was aware of it. They add two characters, mm. and they cut them back into some old footage.
1: That's funny.
0: So you, And I literally didn't notice. That's funny. <laughs> Probably because I hadn't seen the film in a long time. Yeah. That I was like, what? That's it wasn't real- until after I was like, oh, yeah. These guys weren't in the fucking movie.
1: Do they cut out... Do they cut out characters? No. No. Like, that that's really funny. Add two more characters.
2: <laughs> and you're like, what?
1: <laughs> and pretended as though they were there the entire time. Yes. That's really funny. Yeah. Nice. How um, is
2: it, though... Because, like, looking back at, at the cast... Like, I haven't watched it, but I heard, like, a lot of... Do people just somehow go missing? Like, all of a sudden, like, you don't see people for a long time. Just scheduling the cast would seem so difficult.
0: Um... Not really. It's it's mostly the same, right? So like you'd have oh, Okay, so like, like in terms of like scheduling stuff, you're like yeah. this is like Paul Rudd's little arc is is in these like th- couple episodes or whatever and he's like in this and this. So I mean really you don't need any I mean the the hard part would be like who's in which scenes when. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. And like scheduling. But I mean wise, like that would be tough. In the
1: first one, Bradley Cooper only had
0: Right, he has scenes with like Amy Poehler, and half a dozen
1: lines. Yeah, and he was Michael only again. in he was only in like made majorly scenes with Amy Poehler, and the two of them were in probably. But speaking of Bradley Cooper, do you find thirty minutes of the movie in
2: my head? I'm always wondering, like, not even, like, is he funny?
1: He is. Okay, I think he's very funny. I think I think the fact that he can easily play a straight man, I, I think that's the thing. A lot of really really funny people can play just like. this this is the thing is like in a lot of comedy groups the straight man is the funniest person Mm. it's it's hard
0: not to laugh at everything yeah that's true
1: it's it's hard not to laugh at at everything but also funnier
0: than the rest nothing they (laughs) that's
1: what a lot of like comedians say is that the funniest person in the group were the straight people because they had to be they had to try to be funnier than the people who were trying to be funny Mm -hmm. so you know it's like in uh the three stooges a lot of people off camera say that moe was the funniest of them all mm. i
2: guess for me i guess what i've seen bradley cooper done it's like it's this and then it's rocket
1: and then i like to attribute to the robin williams effect robin williams did so many comedies and he did so many serious things and in both he was a genius yeah and great actors can do both
2: I guess I haven't watched John it. John C. Either.
1: Riley, perfect example. True. He's an award-nominated actor. Oh, man. He was in that movie with Jennifer Aniston. It was like the saddest thing ever, wasn't it? Like, He's like been a good in a girl. bunch of movies. I remember like,
2: watching that. It's the saddest thing ever. I've recently like watched... A, the saddest s- Jennifer Aniston movie.
0: watched Step Brothers for the first time this year. Fucking yeah. Fucking awesome. Yeah. I didn't think I would like it. <laughs>
2: Oh yeah, Jesse. Because it's so dumb. Yeah.
1: It is so dumb.
0: I think the older I get, I appreciate dumber movies more.
1: It's it's a really <laughs> I mean, fucking yeah. dumb movie. Because <laughs> there's things that you just want you no. don't want to pay attention. to like,
2: when it. I was a little
0: younger. I was like, I want my mind
2: to be expanded. But it plays I'm to like, this this
1: type of a movie where it's like it's just dumb and funny.
2: Like I find that movie though is based on like your capacity to take Will Ferrell. Oh yeah, because like Will Ferrell is like as our. The best Will Ferrell movies, though, right? Like Will Ferrell is like a, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like he's an acquired taste.
0: Oh yeah, I think so. Yeah. With a lot of, with a lot of SNL comedians or sketch type of comedians, it's sort of that where they're like, you you see when they get to do what they want to do. Yeah. And when they're doing that, you're either gonna you're gonna really love it, or you're not. Same with like Mike Myers and and all, this, all those
2: all So things. crazy with Mike Myers, he's still awesome. Powers to me. Like I can't. I don't think I've ever. He's still Wayne, or well, Wayne. Yeah. Wayne
0: and Austin Powers. Those are those are great. Those are great. Like games. other than that, Time. I just don't
2: remember. Like the Guru, I remember that did terribly. I G- the guru? didn't I see it. Love Guru. Nope. Saw parts of it. Nope. Whereas, of course, they shot it here.
1: Terrible. Bad. What I find interesting stupid.
2: too was with Paul Rudd. I feel like when I saw him in this, I was like, Paul Rudd is just Paul Rudd. Like that Paul Rudd could be put into uh, Paul Rudd that was in forty year old version, and that Paul Rudd like he kind of has like this similar except for maybe ant-man but then he was like a a low key Paul Rudd in ant-man <laughs>
0: yeah that's true
2: it's
1: like it's in it's one, one of the
2: ones that's the least, like paul rudd is like paul the Red.
1: least paul rudd paul rudd movies are role models and i love you man
2: yeah i agree with like i yeah. love you man yeah i love both those movies but then again i then I, then I, look at I look at those the piano. Then again, i
1: look at those two movies and then i look at those two movies i'm like that's more paul rudd than the other movies I look at Paul Rudd and I see those two versions. Mm -hmm. I don't really see, like, this version where I'm like, I I watch this movie and I see Paul Rudd and I'm like, like, this is Paul Rudd playing it up so hard. Like, just cranking it to 11. Just with, like, the fucking clean up your mess bit. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Where he's left eating alone. And then he just (laughs) knocks his plate onto the ground and Jeannie Groff's just like, are you going to pick that up? And he just, like, acts like a baby the whole time. He's just, like, trying to sweep, grab it off the ground and f- you know flail it is, about. It's almost like a, a Paul Rudd two. spectrum. And you just, like, again, it's
2: like, turn it up. This way, a little Paul Rudd or, like, extreme Paul Rudd. Where do you want to go? Yeah. Because, like, I did like him in, like, Role models, But, like, my favorite scene is just him playing the piano. Because I feel like, do you remember that? Is that and, the one where he plays, like, a fake piano and he's just, like, doing all crazy things in Role Models? So mm-hmm. It was, like, Sean William Scott. Yes, and like, yes. I swear he does like a, he does like he does like a physicality that makes him. When he does physical humor, it's like great. Mm-hmm. Like you can't help but just laugh at him because for some reason he knows how to contort his body. Not that many do.
0: You don't expect it, yeah. not not from him that much. I don't know why.
2: I also like Paul Rudd in Friends. <laughs> <laughs> He's in Friends. He was yeah, in, in Friends. He was. He was. He was Phoebe's. Uh fiance oh, yeah. and then became oh, husband. Oh yeah, I remember he's gonna be like Mike was it Hancock? Was that was his name gonna be. And she wanted to be like Phoebe Banana Hammock or something. Princess <laughs> Consuela Banana hammock. <laughs> was like uh, But he made that so well. Like it's it, like he was a late addition to the tenth season and like he made what is like at a show at its tenth season like pretty fresh and like pretty entertaining. Mm. Yeah.
1: Uh, the last couple things I have on my list just to talk about moments in the, in the movie are basically um, like basically near end and then the very end. Uh, so then the, the talent show. like Just having Showalter come I out and play I... that fucking MC and having just playing up the joke so much that his dumb jokes are the funniest things in the world to all these people. And then when they finally do, day by day. do, do the God's Godspell number everybody's like watching in amazement and as soon as it's over they all just boo the fuck out of the people <laughs> hey, on stage yeah. I do love that before that Amy Poehler comes out he's like uh, I first want to say that all these people up here are acting suck dick but they're all going to do great It's <laughs> <laughs> a
2: classic Amy Poehler she's looking at
1: You're that <laughs> she just gets mad Oh, oh, when uh, what's when his name? Saying gonna get the guy to be what's in his name, play? Kevin, not Kevin Crossman the, or something.
2: The guy that's in Big Bang Theory.
1: Yeah, the yeah. dude that's in Bang, Big Bang Theory. He plays the comic book shop owner. He's
2: like, can I, "I'm gonna let you guys be in the talent I was like, "No!" It's like, "Fine, you can." She always gets what she wants. Yeah,
1: yeah, and then, like he, like she throws the sheets down, and Bradley like, keeps picking like, them I'm up. Like, Stop that's picking good... it up. <laughs> I love that he that a lot of his moments where he just be uh, it's it's one of the things where it's like it's a great moment when a really serious actor and it's funnier now i think his role in that movie is funnier now Hmm. than it was then yeah because now he's known so well yeah that is a real serious guy Is really funny like a lot of people shit on roles like channing tatum in uh this is the end when i think that's the funniest thing in the world
2: people on that I people enjoyed seeing Channing Tatum. I love when a role. serious
1: person, someone with a high profile shows up and just huh. self, uh, what's it called? Deprecate? Self-deprecates but himself. Channing
2: Tatum, I mean, Channing Tatum was never. I mean, he, I think he was always self-aware of his, like. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because, like, he's, he's the man. I mean, he was in Step Up. He was, like, a, a custodian that also knew how yeah. to dance. I mean, But I, mean, I love
1: the fact that, like, now you can look at. shit, Brownie. Now, now you can look at... I
2: oh, yeah, also did that Comrade Detective thing. Hmm? Have you heard of Comrade Detective? It's oh yeah, the oh. One that's basically a Russian film. The Amazon Yeah, one. It's like a Russian TV show that Never. they uttered. And it's basically... They filmed it and they dubbed it with uh, Joseph gordon Lovett and Channing Tatum.
1: Oh, wow. That's they interesting. They dubbed it?
2: They dubbed it. And so it's like Jenny Slate. So it
0: just it's, is a Russian film. Or no?
2: No, the actors in it are acting. You got Michael Shannon as the main character, <laughs> and he's being dubbed by Channing Tatum. That's but what if the you fuck? watch some of it, it's so played real and like not so comedic. But it's just like it's like watching what a cop show would be in Russia at the time, because they're like you capless scum. We give you everything here, food on your table. It's like it's equal everywhere. You're just a capless <laughs> punk. Are they and the big thing is about genes and capitalism. It's like how did she get these jeans? It's just it's just so weird. Is it it's a just, movie or a show? It's a six episode show. Okay. It's, like what it, the fuck? it's weird I, and sometimes it tests your patience, but it's just like right. it's just surreal. That was thinking, fucking weird. I mean, I That's I why and I was Tatum like Tatum like, pretty sh- self aware. I should
0: watch this. I don't know if I would enjoy this um, or not. Uh, it's interesting. like it's like uh what's that? Kung Fury or whatever. It, Fury. It's it's
2: better than Kung Fury. No, oh, not just Kung because... Fury.
0: There's another one. The stupider one. The stupider movie. There's something stupider than Kung Fury? Yes. That's the true. stupider movie don't, don't want to watch from that. the early thousands. It's like a Kung Fu movie.
1: Kung Pao Enter the Fist. That's the one. Yeah.
2: Oh, no. I, th- I thought that was the same one. Kung Karate, Fury is cry well. fighting cows. But, yeah. Was Kung Fury Christopher Walken in the ping pongs?
1: No.
0: Kung Fury is that little like 23 minute thing on netflix oh concrete, which i yeah. love actually yeah. like, I love my netflix. favorite
2: scene in that is basically with the mustache <laughs> <Tricer cups.
1: laughs> um but what i was Brilliant. saying is with bradley cooper i think now it's because a lot of his scenes he's silent he has no lines but then that makes it even funnier now mm. and i love that where he's just like that scene where he keeps picking up the thing is he doesn't say anything or whenever amy Poehler's like because i am the producer and he just goes hmm and she's like director and choreographer. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't get. He doesn't say a lot, but that makes it even funnier because now he's super popular, and, and yeah, it makes it even funnier. And then uh, what else happens at the talent show? Oh, kid! Uh, kid balancing broom. Oh yeah, pretty dope. Just like two seconds, and then he's done.
2: Well, that's accurate. And I then feel like, again, I feel like that's what I never been to camp. But then I feel like out of the lows of camp, that would be the, a low. Yeah, it's like, yeah, something. what's your
1: talent? Mm, yeah, And then gone. <laughs> and then uh, fucking, yeah, the dude from the dude from Big Bang Theory, just like, control the wind. Yeah, that's <laughs> tick really tick weird. It's a and great the, song. And then I do love the fact that they're all, once the thing crashes and they're all sitting there and all the nerd kids are sitting there and they all have that deep conversation that starts off with like, in it they're like, Uh, the fact that this didn't hit the rack hall isn't because it's because of the rolling the dice, right? And not the fact that there was a big wind that just came through and blew it over. No, (laughs) (laughs) that whole thing was really funny. Uh, And then just like coop coming in after being trained by the fucking chef and the in the can of vegetables to be cool. He comes in. You can barely hear what he say. <laughs> I think at one point Katie's just like, "What'd you say?" And he's like, "Here, I got you a present." <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, my favorite, which is the full ending, where it's like all the people and everybody's super happy. Everybody's like falling in love and all that cool shit. And Katie comes up to fucking coop it was just like last night was great and I really care about you but I'm 16 and I just want to fuck so I'm gonna go off with this guy and I don't care if he (laughs) cheats on me or you know how shitty he is but he's hot when I say hot like way hotter than you (laughs) and like I just want to fuck him but we'll keep in touch right and the whole time, Michael Showalter, Coop is just like, um, hmm. and then it just ends. This is the best ending you can ask for. Mm-hmm. I was so mad at that ending that, but then afterwards, I realized I was like, "Yeah, yeah it wasn't." That's the, the, the best ending it yeah. can be because it's a big fuck you to all these movies that are like, ooh, sex and wild parties and all this stuff. And then, but at the end, you can find love and find yeah, the right you can girl find love. and find the girl of your dreams, and she'll love you. And it's like, nope. Everybody's happy except for our main character,
2: <laughs> which yeah, I think that's why. I don't, I don't. I'm trying to think of a movie like this. But there's only a few movies that have this. Like, it's hard to define define the genre of it. Like you say, satire, but it's a whole lot of random things.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's its own. Yeah, weirdly, I mean, yeah. it's not straight up a parody.
1: No, because it plays some serious bits. <clears throat> Well, that's why it's satire. It, play, it pokes fun at a lot of different things. Uh-huh. Life, at yeah,
0: most <laughs> life is the <laughs> biggest bitch of them all.
2: But you don't get that much. Like, I can't think of another film that's that is like what Hot American Summer. No, that's so so like sketchy and so like randomly placed. Yeah, like Maybe there was like that Super Troopers movie, but I haven't watched it. But I feel like that's haven't more like... You have seen Super
0: Troopers? No. You should see Super Troopers.
1: see Super Troopers. <laughs> the second one's coming out soon. <laughs> you should see
2: Super so Troopers. Like a, Super, Troopers see. Super Troopers is
1: Super Troopers, I'd say, in the same sort of field, even though there's more of a story. Yeah, yeah. it's much more um, straightforward. Super Troopers and Waiting.
0: Waiting. Uh, right, yeah, Waiting's
1: yeah, yeah. with Ryan Reynolds. It sort of does the same thing where it, it all takes place in one day at a restaurant, but then it keeps bouncing around to all different places within the restaurant. And so it sort of still has that feeling of what, like what American summer is. Mm. And then, uh, God, super troopers, super troopers is like that in the same sense. Like it doesn't really stay in one place and kind of just bounces around it. More or less, it follows through a small story. That's pretty easy to follow. Uh, but then it's it's very sketch based, where it's like moments mm-hmm. along this story. You know, Brian Cox. Hmm.
0: Brian Cox is it? It's a very serious
2: actor, isn't it? Sometimes, no? I don't think
0: when he's in a born movie.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh! No, this is God. It's honestly a really great movie, and you have to watch it. If you love comedy, why haven't you watched it? Like, I, I don't know why it took me so long to watch it, but I'm so glad that I finally have. And I definitely am going to check out the Netflix series just because I want to see, and I kind of want to get more of the sort of same humor. Um, and hopefully I won't be totally disappointed.
2: <laughs> I heard some people were not, like, there are people didn't like the third one as much, but I feel like it's just, like, the whole, like, what's that thing called? The more you repeat it, eventually, law of diminishing Returns. Yeah. Like, I think it's just that. Like, I th- I think it's just people are just tired, but I think it's the same kind of content. It's always the same content. Yeah. So, like, it just depends if you t- you. But get...
0: they don't recycle jokes so much. Mm-hmm. It's it's usually new shit.
1: Yeah. New shit, same package. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But, yeah, no. So, if you have seen Wet on American Summer, or uh, if you haven't and you do watch it because of our recommendation... Go watch it because, you know, we mostly just sat here and like quoted the movie. For like quoted an hour. the movie, basically. <laughs> yeah, and, and pretty much. Talked like, about oh. all our favorite parts and loved it. But it's because there's very little bad you can say about the movie because of how it's made and how well it's done and its own style and everything. That it's definitely a movie you would just have to experience and you have to see because. It's it, just the way it goes. Like, you can't, you have to just watch it. You have to experience it, and then you'll understand why people like it. And if you don't like it, then, you know, that's cool. But let us know why you don't like it, if, if that's the case. Yeah, it's only like an hour and a half or whatever. Yeah. It's Do not, it. it's it's very good, and it's a must see. But yes, so uh, thank you again for checking out the Ununair podcast. Next time, um, I teased it at the beginning, but next time, I'm going to have these two guys. Uh, I've read about half of this. uh, And I haven't gotten to read. I mean, there's pictures. I haven't gotten to read (laughs) the second half. But so now I figured, oh, I'll make these guys check it out. Um, Is volume one of Saga by uh, Brian K. Vaughn and uh, illustrated by Fiona Staples. This is an award-winning graphic novel it's the start of a very long series it's very good i've read half of it so far and uh i sadly was on a trip and just didn't have time to read the second half and i'm dying i'm itching to do it so i'm definitely going to do it within the next couple days but uh if you guys you can find this online if you want can be found
0: at my local library
1: yeah, or probably, probably. Yeah. Or, or you we can do the very good library system, or you can uh, borrow this had if you want. But yeah, hard. it's a very good, very good book. So if you've read it before, uh, comment below and let us know what you think. What you think? We think th- of it, and what your opinion is of it and stuff, and uh, or and let us know on social media and should stuff. I keep, like I have an opinion
2: already, but I should probably keep it quiet. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Don't spoil anything for me. La spoiling. People it, love spoiling things.
1: It's a really, really great book. <laughs> so and we get
2: high off, of, high off of spoilers. Full of yeah.
1: interesting surprises. You watch Game of Thrones. So, go watch that. Song. Go read it's that. Go read it. Look at the pictures, too. Because it's a graphic novel. It's much more exciting. Um, and, yeah, tell us what you think. So um, thank you for listening and watching. And make sure to follow us all on the social medias. And remember that you'll get to see the episode of that, of Saga a week early if you help support us on patreon it helps us it helps us make stuff and you get early content before other people and then of course we also do our after podcast show friendly banter we get to talk about whatever we feel like and we would love for you to join and join in the conversation give us topics ask us questions and all that stuff
2: all
1: yeah. thank you for joining us